Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and add mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. Well, we got a Rotten Tomatoes game to play. It's a close one. And then also we have the news coming up. First, I'll tell you about Meguiar's. Over the last few years, Meguiar's has launched the next generation of protective products specifically geared toward DIYers, hybrid ceramic spray wax, Bright blue bottle, advanced SiO2 hybrid technology delivers ceramics, wa- ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Liquid Wax, it's long-lasting ceramic protection in an easy-to-use wax. Hybrid Ceramic Spray Detailer for the in-between. Well, it boosts maintenance and it removes dust and fingerprints and bird droppings and those weird little insect droppings you see as well. This year, they've expanded to include hybrid ceramic wash and wax. It's bright orange bottle, two unique liquid systems together in one bucket. McGuire's has a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. Ceramic made easy. That is the brilliance of McGuire's. And the gang makes their picks Guessing if it's rotten or fresh If they guess it exactly We'll get a bonus five It's the Rotten Tomatoes game You know how we do it Give me the Rotten Tomatoes game Now it's time to play it Well, unless you've been living under a rock for the last week, you know that June is officially Pride Month. Mm -hmm. So this week, we're dedicating the Rotten Tomatoes game to films that feature celebrities in the LGBTQIA plus community. Finally have a chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) First off, where are my lesbians at? After having her big screen breakout in Christopher Guest's Best in Show, out and proud Jane Lynch has been stealing scenes in just about every film she's in. Star of the Hammer. In our first movie, she plays the mother of Ricky Bobby, a disgraced NASCAR driver in search of redemption. Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, and Sasha Baron Cohen star in 2006's Talladega Nights, The Legend of Ricky Bobby. Lots of uh, funny scenes. Funny moments. Yeah, not wouldn't call it a great movie, but if you can string together enough funny scenes, then you'll have a funny movie. I had a bunch of that in there. You think so? It's fun. I don't. Uh, it's kind of thing. It's 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 silly. So it's you know, silly. And, and it's they're not big NASCAR guys, and they're too silly. But don't forget who's in it. You have sort of a holy trinity of Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, and Sasha Baron Cohen. That mm-hmm. that means something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... But what? <laughs> mm. Wait. 
Oh, Jane Lynch. I'm like, who's gay? <laughs> and I love, I, I always love that joke at the honky tonk where mm. he's got the uh, pet shop boys yeah. in the in the jukebox. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, Dave Keckner going nuts when uh, they're playing that um it's sort of bebop jazz, I think, is what was. What is this? It's hurt my ears or whatever. He <laughs> yeah, said. I love that scene. All right, I think the critics laughed enough to make it fresh, but not too fresh at sixty-seven. Hmm. Just on the south side of fresh at fifty-eight. Oh, seventy-one. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd be shocked. <clears throat> We've got a five-point deduction right out of the game. Wow, it's been a long time. True. Talladega Nights, the legend of Ricky Bobby, is certified fresh at 71. Oh, Oh, I want to feel the shock from Brian. (laughs) I'm shocked. It's been a long time. Thank you. And look, right on point, because the audience had 73. Damn. Thank you. Next up, a very simple question we've asked many times here on the Adam Carolla Show. Dude, are you gay? Sir Ian McKellen has been open about his sexuality since 1988 and continues to champion LGBT social movements worldwide while he's known around the globe for playing Gandalf the Wizard. It's Gandalf the Grey, please. In various Lord of the Rings movies, he's probably regretting his participation in one of the biggest flops of the last several years. Based on Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical and mocked worldwide, oh, the dude. film co-stars Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Judy Dench, and Jennifer Hudson. Everybody. From 2019, Cats. Mm. Was this that bad, you guys? I Did don't know. Did you see it? No. Okay. I think... I, I push it, up the scent. Well, when they, they kind of got caught between live action and sort of computer yeah. generated or something. Uncanny yeah. Valley. Yeah. yeah, the first thing... You know, movies can be good, movies can be bad, but they can't be like sort of off-putting. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that's how everyone described the Polar Express. Remember the yeah. animated with Tom Hanks? And and also what people, especially non-musical theater people don't know is Cats is a terrible story. Mm. It's a, it's like a, you, you're just presenting different types of cats and then they all <laughs> go to a jellical ball to see which one's going to be taken up into like an alien spacecraft. Mm. It's not a strong well, premise. Spoiler alert. Jesus uh, yeah, right. Christina. And the one who sings memory gets to go. Spoiler. Mm. All right. So could it be zero? It's on the table. You know, because there becomes these movements and people kind of pile on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this could be one of those. I've never, I've never, I haven't heard anything good about this. It's a punchline. All right. Let's see. Ice. Okay. But but it's got songs. It's got a ton of stars. People like the songs, right? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen this one. Uh, Jellical cats and jellical cats and jellical. I mean, you don't know any songs from this except memory. All right. I'm going seven. Oh, eight. Oh, 11. I wrote 11 down and crossed it off. Well, thanks, Gina, for ruining the plot for me. Now (laughs) Now you'll never go. Cats is rotten at 19%. Okay. All right. Moving down the line. We've made it to the bisexual round. Oh. Mm. Something I never thought I'd say on air. Anna Paquin first came out as bisexual back in 2010. And in 2014 posted on her Instagram, quote, 
I'm a proud bisexual who is married to a wonderful human who happens to be a man. Hey, I've... We took that again? Yeah, I, please? I was just watching this. I was watching TMZ the other day, and um, I think one of the Jonas Brothers old ladies came out with this proclamation, too. Okay. Um, it's kind of weird to be married and then just announce, just like, that. I'm into the other half of the population mm-hmm. I, as yep, well. Yep. So deal with that. It's an indictment on the marriage. So, so we seen that one. I yeah. would, I would argue. There's any other takers? Like, oh, I'm going to send a tweet out. My wife's pussy smells. Like, oh, what's the big deal? It does. <laughs> Since I'm living my best, can I truth? Live my truth. I'm living my truth, man. Like, it's kind of a weird one for the partner. Yeah, I, I see. Like, as a referendum on the state of the relationship. Right. Also, how would this fly if it was just the dude making the proclamation? That. You gotta take a long look in the mirror. At that that would raise <laughs> society would not be as forgiving if you said I'm into the dudes too, <laughs> but I'm married uh, lovingly. <laughs> Read that statement one more time. It's pretty powerful. Uh, yeah, it's kind of she. What she did is she threw her husband under the Subaru. Dawson, be, be a goddamn professional. Come on. Yeah. I'm a hashtag proud bisexual who is married to a wonderful human. Who happens to be a man? Back in 2005, she co-starred alongside Jeff Daniels, Jesse Eisenberg, and Laura Linney in the emotional divorce drama "The Squid and the Whale." Oh, I love this movie. I never saw this. <laughs> this is a great movie. Everyone said this was really good. I I got this mixed up with the diving bell and the butterfly. Very different. Okay. Yes, that's about a paralyzed man who, who writes it. a book with his eye. Thank you. <laughs> this is a movie that. I think uh, Danny Two Sheets told me like he was really in love with, but it, it was very like seventies New very York. Very cerebral. Or it's got a Woody. It's no Bomba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got a Woody Allen vibe to it. I think it, it kind of reminded him of his parents' divorce or something. I, I, this might be triggering to Brian, but does it have like a Wes Anderson quality? Uh, better. It's like a more. It's less goofy and okay. more sort of cerebral. Okay. I can watch about half of it. it pretty serviceable, uh, but I think the critics like this one. And I think they liked it a lot. I am going to say 91. Oh. 95. I must have gone low. I don't know anything about it. 82. Oh, this is critic uh, catnip. The Squid and the Whale is certified fresh at 92%. Needed that. Hey, Max Bad, just for fun, so crack us up. If you uh, go to Rotten Tomatoes now and you uh, find the first movie in the upcoming movies section, like here's coming to theaters mm. or coming releasing soon, you find the first hundred percenter up there with the critics. Mm. You can. Uh, it's not Fast and Furious Nine, what? Uh, but you can you can read you can read the uh, description. <laughs> You can read the description oh, of it. The it's like, ah, uh, yeah. Oh, the audience says it at sixty. What is this? It's it's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes in our in our new world uh, order. But you you can read the description of the movie, Max Zapata. Uh, the critics' consensus is urgent and empathetic. Oh. Changing the game takes an affecting and admirable admirably nuanced look at young transgender athletes. Hundred percent? What? The audience isn't down. What? Never would have seen this one coming. Wow. All right. Pick your subject matter, boy. I'm telling you, peoples. All right. 
All right, we're representing the trans community as a fellow who's been making headlines for the last several months, Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. While he has yet to make his film debut, hopefully we don't get canceled for simply mentioning that at one point Ellen, Elliot was Ellen. And she was in a number of notable films, like this super icky thriller about a precocious teen who tries to force a confession out of a out of a photographer that she knows has preyed on young girls. Patrick Wilson and Sandra Oh co-star in 2005's Hard Candy. What is this? (laughs) She kidnaps a pedophile uh, by the name of Patrick Wilson, and um, she she does things to him. Oh, I'm intrigued. (laughs) What year is this thing? Oh, five. 2005. How is this not on my radar? I kind of remember it, but now, look, the game's close. But I don't know. This is the kind of thing that the critics could really get off on. Yeah. But. I, but I've never. Good. But like Brian always says, like, no one's told me you have yeah. to watch Hard Candy. It's kind of came and went. Huh. Like, the trailer was intriguing. Like, Elliot Page is like an ingenue who fucks I with this guy. I love this. Kind of, yeah. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. All right, I'm gonna shoot myself in the, the scrotum here. This this could be 47 or 87. Yeah, funny you should a say lot that. Of I range, know. A lot of range. A lot of range here. I'm just gonna hang out somewhere in the middle and say 71. Oh, I'm right there with you, man. 68. 68. Ooh, hard candy. Is fresh at 67. Oh, wow. Gina's on a tear. And here. it's funny because you said 47 or 87. So if we really split the difference, we would have said 67. The uh, audience had it 78. They liked it a little more. I, I think I, I got to see this. I think I remember that poster. I remember this now. And lastly, we've got the Q, the I, the A, the plus. Maybe you're queer, intersexual, asexual, non-binary, non-conforming, gender fluid, and androgynous. It's better be Andy Dick. No matter what floats your boat, <laughs> corporate America wants to recognize you this month. And we'll do it on the Rotten Tomatoes game, too. While it's difficult to find a singular performer who can represent all of these categories, there's a certain director out there who's mm. given a platform to all of those who were once considered outcasts. Adam's favorite, John Waters. Ugh. In, in one of his more yeah, recent right. movies, an uptight prude played by Tracy Ullman is hit on the head and instantly transformed into a sex-crazed lunatic. Johnny Knoxville and Selma Blair co-star in 2008's A Dirty Shame. What? This is a great one to end on because the credits could go nuts for this or it could be just a disaster. I'm, I have no idea what this movie is This about. looks like a Fairly Brothers movie. It seems like a Fairly Brothers movie. How about the Johnny Knoxville movie where he had to sp- he played like special ed yeah. or something? I mean, you guys remember the, that one, the Gina? Ringer, no. the, ringer. the Ringer. Is that what it was? No. He was, did he enter the Special Olympics or something? He had to play someone with a syndrome or something to like you know find love and make the Special Olympics. <laughs> what? I, it was. It was like. Was this a movie inside a movie? It was oh, essentially. Uh, Juana Man meets um, Gilbert Grape. It was lowbrow humor. Too. <laughs> what? No, the but what was, what was the one where the guy? <laughs> the tagline: "Make it special." Where, where, yes, the, I mean, what was the one where um, C. Everett? Oh, no, C. Uh, C. Man, Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. C. Oh, Everett Soul Coop. Man. Yeah, Soul Man. Yeah, like <laughs> C. it was Everett like <laughs> C. Thomas Howell. One yeah. of the Corys. Right. It's. 
Yeah, I mean, what year was that, Johnny Knoxville? This is modern-ish. 2005, and uh, the logline is, a young guy's only option to erase a really bad debt is to rig the Special Olympics by posing as a contestant. Jesus. Best on true story. All right. Uh, dirty shame. Now, what year is the John Waters thing? 2008. I've never and, heard and of this And somebody's one now finally figured out. Like, they did they did the John Waters with filmmaking of what you do with your Nana after she plows through your, <laughs> the third farmer's market. Like, we need to take the keys. We're done. We're, yeah. you're, you're not going to be driving anymore. See, this is, yeah. No, I was going to say, we've had movies <laughs> where the, the, I don't think of a movie where the, the, the possible uh, distribution could be wider. This could be eight or 88. Right. And, right. and only because of the director. If, if, if it wasn't for the director, <laughs> yeah. this would be zero. Schlock. People, critics like, John Waters. They like. They love Tracy Ullman. Yeah. That's Selma Blair, who yeah. has like Parkinson's now or something like. Oh, yeah, I think she's I, like a serious. Chris movie. Isaac. They like. I don't know about Johnny. That's the mom from Goodfellas, isn't it? I don't know. And Sopranos. Right. So this is John Waters is horrible. Says you. Any numbers on the table? But the critics <laughs> kind of like him, but that they get to the end. Um, Hold on. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm going to need a minute. Gina, just tell me high or low, and I'll just go, I'll just go the opposite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Everyone locked in? Yeah. I went 29. Ooh. I went 79. Oh, my God, oh. Brian. Oh, only because I think the critics like John Waters. Uh, 27. Mm. A dirty shame is rotten. Damn it. At 53%. Ooh. Whoa. Intriguing. Interesting. I think Gina might have eked this one out. I'd though. like mm. to think that's true. Mm. You want what? 29? 27. Mm. This is a close game. Damn. Adam Carolla, congratulations on your score of 45. Mm-hmm. You made the podium. Oh. Gina Grad, yeah. you also made the podium. Thank you. Your score is not 45. Okay. Bald Brian, we're going to take Adam's 45 and flip it around on its ass for you, 54. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm off today. Yeah, could be second place, depending on where we get Gina Grad. Gina's feeling good. I feel chuffed. There's a lot of room between 45 and 54. (laughs) (laughs) Gina Grad with a score of... 40, you win. Oh, oh nice. I knew this would be my category. Oh, the five-point deduct. Don't forget. Oh. That was a close wow. game. That was yeah. close. That five off was the difference. Mm-hmm. All right. And obviously, you get, your, you get your five off, and you also get none added because you're dead nuts on is uh as well let me tell you about axon taser taser believes safer self-defense is a better self-defense tasers non-lethal self-protection devices are small enough to carry with you in your purse or glove compartment but powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker guns and pepper spray have unnecessary risks taser products are safer and easier to use Electrical charge immobilizes attackers for up to 30 seconds, giving you time to escape and sends emergency services to your GPS location upon firing. 
237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser Network of Defenses. You can start protecting yourself and your family. Do it today and do it with Taser, right, Dawson? Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. For a limited time, take advantage of Taser's best offer available and save $60 on the Pulse Plus bundle with a Taser Pulse Plus device, cartridges, and a holster at Taser.com. Save $60 right now by using code ADAM right now at Taser.com, spelled T-A-S-E-R.com. All right, take a quick break. Come back with Gina, victorious Gina, and her news. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Give me the news with Grad. News with Gino Grad. Breaking viral. Weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gino Grad. Stuff they saw on TMZ. Joe Biden. Coming out. Big news with Gina Gino Grad. The news with Gina Grad. By the way, I think Fox is on day 76 of the Kamala Watch. Of her not giving any um, press conferences? No, really? Yeah, I think it's 75 or 76 days. Mm. Uh, the highly anticipated, as Dawson mentioned at the beginning of the show, a U.S. intelligence report on unexplained UFO sightings is expected to show that the objects are not from out of this world. The Pentagon is expected to present its findings to Congress on June 25th, but early reports say that intelligence officials have not definitively determined what the unexplained aerial phenomena are. All they know, they say, is that they're not alien and they're not American. The Pentagon is concerned... Well, we should be more worried now, right? (laughs) These are Chinese or North Korean. Here we go. The Pentagon is concerned that they could be experimental hypersonic aircraft developed by China or Russia, which would raise national security concerns. Some of the objects were reported to be moving at 4,000 miles an hour. Is that fast? Seems fast. Yeah. Mach million. It's Mach six and a half or something. I mean, it varies a little, but yeah, that's super fast. So I think you're onto something that that's actually scarier. Well, it is because, you know, the aliens may... Come down here with some valuable information. Yeah, I just want peace. Uh, I think China and North <laughs> Korea and, and Russia, no. we kind of know where they stand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and anyone who's familiar with the book or the show, The Man in the High Castle, mm-hmm. you think about, you know, had World War II gone the other way and, mm-hmm. and the United States is half of it is Japan and the other half is overseen by Germany. Uh, it's, it's scary stuff. Yeah, we're one of the, you know, we talk a lot of shit about ourselves, but we're one of the few superpowers who, you know, will conquer you and then help you set up and go about yeah. your way for the for the most part. I don't I don't think other people run that way. China's it's it's pretty much stated they're on I don't know how many years they're into their 100-year plan, but mm. their plan is 
taking is to take over. That's yeah. that's on their the vision plan. Board. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but I think we're all in agreement no matter what it is. We are going to get the extremely watered down version on June 25th. But I'm still looking. Forward I do to want it. to say to our Chinese overlords, if they're listening, which is if you create a giant gulag and throw all the Americans into it. Whose technology are you going to rip off? The Russians? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Good luck with that. Whose yeah. golf clubs? Sure. Whose who's iPhones? Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that's How many us. knockoff yeah. items can you make? Yeah, you better leave point. a few of our uh, creative types <laughs> out. Right. You know what I mean? To right. create so that you can knock off and rip off. Oh, they'll create. It'll just be, um, there'll be some uh, oversight or overseeing. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be a, a regulated. Have to go down. Irregulated, yeah. Right. Um, this is a couple days old, but because we didn't show the video, it is so worth it. A teenager in California has gone viral after physically pushing a bear off of a wall in her backyard to save her dogs. The security camera video shows the bear and two cubs on the wall. The cubs run off when the dogs start barking, but the mama bear is seen kind of trying to claw at the dogs. 17-year-old Haley runs over, shoves this giant bear back, grabs her dogs, and runs inside. Her cousin posted the TikTok video. This is the video. There's a giant bear on the wall. Here comes... The dogs are going crazy. Here comes Haley and just slams yeah. the, do- uh, the bear off. Grabs Princess. Yeah, runs back it's inside. good now. But this lady has uh, an issue with impulse control. Mm. And at some point, she's going to be working behind the counter somewhere, and someone's going to go, hey, you mess up the change, and she's just going to take like one of those metal containers that has the metal thing that has the napkins in it and just bash him into the head with it. (laughs) But I always kind of wonder, like, are you, would you want to be that person? Like That heroic? Or that instinct? Yeah. See, I wish it, it's not heroic. In a weird way, Do although tell. it is. Well, she sees so the bears walking along the top of the wall, and the dogs run over, and they're they're you know yapping, and the bears mm-hmm. like swatting mm-hmm. at the dogs, and she sees it, and she doesn't think anything about it. Right. She just sprints toward the bear and sure. punches the bear. Now it is, in fact, the outcome is heroic, right? But yeah. the impulse isn't. Heroic. The just impulse is foolhardy. Is I'm running. Yes, that's I'm just, that, a bear. I don't. I, but also, you, you know, there are people. There are people who wrestle with cops who have their guns drawn. True. Like it's not heroic. heroic. It's like it's just mm-hmm. I have a problem. I this is what I want to do now. Right. Or this is I, I'm reacting impulse, to this right. to this thing. Now I think you would say that most of us would probably kind of weigh. You know the bears poking at the dog but the bears also the if you could get the dogs back into the house you you'd probably way. safely whatever now don't get me wrong i kind of i like it and it's and then she she saves the dogs and everything but on the other hand she is not a big thinker right she just reacts but is it is it specific to this? Like you hear like, you know, mom's drink lifts the car for the baby. Right. Is it because like these are her babies? She's a teenage girl. She'll do anything for these dogs. She yeah, might not do it in I, another situation. I don't want to I don't want to poo poo it too much, but she's uh, she's not a great thinker. I do love I'm, that she's in a dress. Saying. Yeah, she's in a house dress. Which house you don't see she a seems house like she's from somewhere. another era. And she just sprints at the bear and pushes yeah. the bear yeah. off the wall. But then the bear's kind of cool because the bear's got the cubs 
yeah, with it the Cubs too. Walk, the Cubs got away. The Cubs kind of just shimmied themselves down the I guess the, wall. the Bears like looking for dog food and bowls oh, sure. and stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Literally dog food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally yeah. dog food. Anyway, fun. What's cuter and more lethal than a bear cub? Oh, bear cubs are the cutest. It's All, insane. As a matter of fact, if you think about it, probably the the scarier they are, the cuter they are as cubs, like mm. Bengal tigers and stuff. Like oh. they're just the polar bears and oh, shit God. like that. Baby panthers. And, and then there's like baby pigs. They're not lethal. They just look like miniature pigs. Yeah, right. Pigs. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Run of the mill. Yeah. If you stay out of the reptile department. Yeah. I'd say the more lethal, the cuter is a, although uh, hippopotamus is pretty lethal. I've never really seen a baby one. I don't no, know what a miniature one they're looks like. Small hippopotamus. They're, they're adorable. Funny you should say that. I just read a headline that a guy who rescued a baby hippo when, when obviously when the hippo was a baby and then like raised it and it was like this beautiful love story and it, you know, uh, the hippo just killed him. Yeah, that yeah. was a headline. Sounds about right. The, That's how they Dawson were. likes that. Out of what part of Florida? Right. Probably. Yeah. And what is cuter than a baby elephant? My God. Yeah. They can't kind of can't control their little trunks and yes. they're oh too cute. Um, so here's something that's not so cute and a woman, another woman with an impulse control problem. A Florida woman was charged with aggravated battery after being found naked and erratically throwing alcohol bottles at an outback steakhouse and Mojo Grill restaurant. And Definitely not a Jew. An officer responded to the Mojo Grill because the reports of the 53-year-old, now impressive if that's true. She's 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 banging. Tina Kindred acted out of control. The report stated that the female was topless, although I think she's totally naked, banging on tables and windows. Kindred had flipped over a few tables, was last seen trying to get into a customer's car. She then was found driving recklessly in the parking lot before exiting the parking lot. Prior to the officers arriving at Mojo Grill, another call was received. That call was from Outback Steakhouse on the same road. They said Kindred arrived naked, acting crazy, breaking things on the bar here's what that looked like ma'am please please get down who's your sister who yeah, she looks Call pretty good no just launching alcohol bottles off you the can bar. probably dispose with the ma'am before it get down <laughs> at this point <laughs> young lady yeah her highness yeah her majesty her majesty it seems like she has a purpose, but I don't know what it is. You know what we need, quite honestly, that super brave 17-year-old to just charge her and push her off the bar. Yes, like if, exactly. if, that, if she was sitting at that Outback Steakhouse, she would charge that yes. chick right now, knock her off the bar. So God bless whoever set the phone up like that. Right. We're thinking drugs. We're thinking mental illness. But she was, I think she ended up being tased. Didn't want to wear a mask. Didn't want to wear a mask, sure. Or anything else. Did she come in there and do that? Or did she like take her clothes off outside? Well, at the other place before this, she was topless. And by the time she got here, she was Mm. naked. Mm. Throwing shit at people. But did she have a beef with the place? She says something (laughs) at some point about her sister. Uh-huh. But very unclear. I mean, it seems like it's some sort of an episode. Not back steakhouse. He's got beef. Yeah. Oh, oh she taste. got taste. Oh, oh yeah. Listen. Oh. 
Getting tased when you're wearing a denim jacket is a bad day, but when you're buck naked, yeah. that's that's bad times. And what, like 120 pounds? Yeah, that's mm. bad tasing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Cleveland Indians are in the middle of choosing their new name. They announced Thursday that there's a final list of possibilities that were chosen from an initial pool of 1,200 entries among the popular names. Well, I'll give you those in a second. So based on what the club has previously said, uh, the name will not have any Native American themes or connotations, no matter how uh, complimentary it is. Like there won't be any warriors or anything like that. The um, They've narrowed it down to things like spiders, guardians, and avengers. Yeah. Uh, Nerds. There was a Cleveland spiders back in the day. Really? Yeah, way back. There was? 150 years ago. Oh, wow. Baseball? Had yes, to be in baseball. fact, uh, Chris can verify this. I believe they set the record for worst ever record in a season. Oh, like, by all means, like hundred twenty. Oh, is that why Spiders is on the table? <laughs> I mean, because well, it it's a Cleveland so. history. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's why. That's why it's on it's the like, table. Because the twenty twenty losses. I'm like, no. I don't. First, I don't like Avengers. I don't like. I don't like Raptors with basketball. Mm, like, I don't, I'm looking at a kind of modern day ish, yeah. whatever. Number one. Number two. I was kind of thinking about this the other day. Like, we want to eliminate all the old Native American names, and I don't know, Florida State Seminoles and things like that. There's tribes and and, 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 and things like that. But uh, eh, be careful what you ask for, because it's not like we, for a country that had that history, we don't revisit it that much. You know, we don't really, like, when's the last time you guys wore a shitload of turquoise? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, or like a ceremonial headdress, well, even or like when was we don't challenge? really have Native American month or right. week no. or something. It's a little out of sight, out of miney. Like yeah, I've not, not been down to the reservation right. in a while. Right. Outside of the Indian casinos, yeah, literally, we pretty much have the Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> and once that thing gets put, gone, and that that's going too. Like once all this stuff right. gets vetted and weeded out. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, a tw- couple generations from now, we're going to be like the Cherokee. Where pro- Who? Right. What are you talking about? Christopher Columbus yeah, and discovered remember, like, this. We're not, we're not talking about Chief Wahoo. We're talking about the Blackhawks. Right. Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, we're going to lose. We're going to lose all association yeah. with the uh, American yeah. Indians in this. It's kind Because of, other things, and, unless they can be resurrected like Bugatti. Or some other brand, you know, from a hundred years ago that has now come back with a with a vengeance. But we're going to get rid of the food and the names and the stadiums and the, the high school teams and the college teams yeah. and the the SUVs and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to kind of we're not going to talk about it yeah. anymore. We're not going to say it. Yeah. That's so, a good point. Yeah. Well, not n- that I care about the people. <laughs> Boy. But, well, you know. Uh, speaking of Native Americans and, and other minorities, the state of Nevada is banning racially discriminatory school mascots, as well as something that I did not know still existed, the sundown sirens, after legislation was signed uh, into law on Friday, according to CNN. So it's called Assembly Bill 88, uh, specifically prohibits a name, logo, mascot, song, or identifier associated with the Confederate States of 
America or a federally federally recognized Indian tribe. That's a sundown thing? That's something different. I'm going to tell you. Sorry. Uh, Find Gordon Lightfoot. Except when a tribe has specifically given the school permission. Additionally, the new law prohibits communities from sounding signals associated with a past law, which required persons of a particular race, ethnicity, ancestry, uh, national origin or color to leave town by a certain time. That town that time was 6 p.m. The sirens would go off to clear out. Mm. And one of them remains uh, the town of Minden. They say they sound it every night for uh, fallen um, firefighters, I believe. But it's the same siren from that vestige. There's not a lot of American Indian comedians Mm -hmm. or NBA players or politicians. You know, it's just... They're going to just kind of slough off. All right, you ready? Hey, Chris. When the bed needs a break. Don't do this one. (laughs) (laughs) It says sundown, right? Yeah. This reminded me. I like it. This is kind of a love-making song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get in the back of my van. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes right, so he does the sundown, yeah, yeah. and then he goes, sometimes, oh, he no. mixes it up. Gordon Lightfoot? Yeah, yeah. It's a shame when I saw Gordon Lightfoot. At the uh, Universal Amphitheater in like 1994, opening for the Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> I I I didn't want to go see Gordon Lightfoot, but Burcham's favorite artist was Gordon oh, Lightfoot, yeah. so I had to go yeah, to the research. Gordon and I had to go come back and report well, on. Write it off. And then I also went to see Nine Inch Nails and was devastated that. That it was a freak show and had nothing to do with nails or hardware <laughs> yeah, or anything like amazing. that. I thought finally a band for me. That's and, great. Yeah, like when my grandfather saw Der Wiener Schnitzel <laughs> sign in North Hollywood. All right, sorry. Sundown. Wait, turn it up just a little bit. You guys are going to think I'm insane, but just open your minds. Wouldn't it be kind of hot? You're crazy. <laughs> if you saw a really good stripper dance to this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think it would be, but I think it would be. A smoky smooth, yeah. yeah. All right, that was it. I'll pitch it to Cardi B next time I see her. <laughs> you big do. Lightfoot fan? <laughs> would you guys like to know about the 1899 Cleveland Spiders? Mm-hmm. They went 20 and 134 in the, on the season. Uh, this, this actually established a rule in Major League Baseball because the owner who owned them also owned the St. Louis Perfectos. And he Perfectos? Poached, he poached all the good players oh. off of Cleveland, oh. put them on St. Louis, and they, they tuck and tank the season. Hmm. So they're the like, I no longer own more than one team. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. A video has gone viral on TikTok, which shows how a pizza can be cut where an entire a giant slice is removed and you cannot notice that any of your pizza is gone. So next time you order delivery, take a really good look at your pizza. On TikTok, the username is Lonely Pepperoni and showed off a method of when a large cheese pizza, and I'm going to show you, is pulled out of an oven and brought to the prep station. The cook then pulls out a large pizza cutter and makes two diagonal cuts in the middle. He then removes it and pushes them together, together, but in a weird way. So check this out. It's a giant pizza cutter. Mm Mm-hmm. Giant piece of yeah, pizza. Two, yeah. 
So he takes on an angle. a slice that really would take the whole size of the pizza right. up and then pushes it back together. And then pushes it back together and then makes the slices. And the, it looks like a completely reasonable yeah. pizza pie. God knows um, how many times this has happened to me. That's what I'm saying. Be on the lookout. <laughs> this is a PSA. What's the scam here? <laughs> this video has been seen like over 30 million times. The scam is times. if you work at a Domino's, you get a free slice of pizza. Exactly. It's like I fucking work here. Right. Feel like you could do that yeah, I feel anyway. Like it's a doable yeah. perk of the job. But at, when you're when you have some kind of well, you know, you worked at McDonald's. Didn't you ever just want to get back at the customer, just the faceless customer? No, I I, I worked the grill, so my ire was directed at Ken, my oh, manager, right. sure. who used to yell "time to lean, time to clean" mm-hmm. at me, which was in the movie The Founder. That's right. By the way, so it was. Good this, movie. Oh, yeah. I thought it was kind of a Ken ism, but it was a McDonald's. Oh, no. Sure, no. was a McDonald's ism, and I, I just sat behind the grill, and my ongoing battle with Ken is the the grill was so hot. I mean, it's just it's it's like working over two blazing hot um, manhole covers right. for you know eight hours. Yeah. Searing and searing and flipping and searing. And he always wanted me to put this big plastic smock on. And I was already hot enough. Like you're in the polyester. You're in that brown. Yeah, it's like you've got a wrestling match coming up. And I'd always kind of conveniently forget to put the because it's it's this. You have to wear the outfit, and it's polyester pants and polyester shirt and the hat, and you had to wear dress shoes back then, so the shoes from my ninth grade graduation, which didn't fit at all. And then, you know, it's like, put the smock on, you have to tie the smock, but it's like big, thick plastic you've been wearing around your chest down to your knees. And I was already sweating enough behind that goddamn grill, so there's a little ongoing battle with that. Uh, as far as the customers went, I was just behind the grill. Yeah. You couldn't even see me, but I did have to do the sweep and the mop of the dining area. Right. That was tough. Right. One time a guy did throw away his watch. He evidently took his watch off and like mm. threw it on the tray. And sure. then at the end, he just dumped the whole, I had oh. to go dig out the garbage looking for his watch. I think pizza places I are different. I did take a pee in the freezer. Smart. Well, you had to. But not on any food. Pizza places are I'm different. Not an especially, be, like, you know, when you don't eat at the pizza place mm-hmm. because it's just a bunch of teenagers with no supervision. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to do stuff like this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's speculation as to whether Quentin Tarantino will retire. And You know, we, yeah. we've, we've kind of built a society where the scariest people are the guards in our society, like the, the rent rent cops mm-hmm. are like the scariest sure. people. And the most irresponsible people are making all the food yes. and handling all the right. food. Yep. I don't know. Not great. Doesn't seem great. No. Yeah, well, uh, I have like a bunch of stories of this, but like uh, I, when I was a, a young waiter at a restaurant and if you made one of the waitresses mad, like there, there's a story that I never, I think about probably once a week where she was so mad at her customers, she took a breadstick and put it down the front of her pants and pulled it out of the back. And then mm. served it to him. Wow! And she was you really see, hot, so I don't know how to like feel. Cut about or uncut it. breadstick. <laughs> um, how do you? So, oh my god! So, I I I feel like look, especially what we had a melting pot or something. No, it wasn't the melting pot. But I, I don't want to name the restaurant. Right, but, but it was a dive. It, yeah. Here's what I'm saying. When you take a job where you're going to talk to families that are coming in for the you know ten ninety nine uh, sundown buffet yeah. and stuff like that, don't expect that much out of them. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a gig. Yeah, ceiling. Yeah. Anyway. Good to know. Uh, Tarantino, there's a lot of speculation about what's going on with him, when he's going to retire. And he pondered this out loud on Pure Cinema, the podcast recently. When asked if he plans to retire after his next movie, Tarantino says... Most directors have horrible last movies. Usually their worst movies are their last movies. I mean, most directors' last movies are lousy. Maybe I should not make another movie because I could really be happy with dropping the mic with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, I really need him to make another movie. He'll direct till he dies. But why did he put that? Why did he call his shot with, I'm only making uh, negotiation tactic? He's getting more money for the next movie. His last movie is his highest grossing movie, by far. Wow. I think he knows what he's doing, oh, Gina. Okay. okay. And he had a sweet deal, too. He got like 20% of like first dollar gro- Like an insane deal. Chris so, can look it up. I look forward to his movies more than almost anything. And uh, little Sonny Carolla loves uh, the Tarantino stuff oh, as, who as well. Yeah. But he, he's pulling a kiss farewell tour move. You mm. always say you're done, and then everybody is clamoring to get you. And he's also doing a kiss. You want the best? You, you got, got the, the best. best. The yeah. hottest director in the land. That's right. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, Paris Hilton is writing her life story. The publisher is <laughs> the same one that handled Jessica Simpson's memoir. Uh, Paris went from home movie video scandal to reality star, model, nightclub DJ. We're calling those home movies? kind of a home uh, movie. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We got to have a better name for it because I picture like kids <laughs> kayaking right, yeah. and right. stuff. On Christmas. An yeah. entrepreneur, Hilton and the publisher hope to capitalize on this growing sort of nostalgia, throwback pop culture like Britney Spears, Ricky Martin, Jessica Simpson, Lindsay Lohan's having a little comeback. But didn't we already, didn't we just get the Paris Hilton story on that YouTube doc? Did we? I guess. Yeah. Well. And, you know, like the, the um, Britney Spears, uh, you know, the Free Britney documentary, like, mm. I don't know. Is, is there still an audience for Paris? I, I don't know. Was there ever, though? Like, or was that just a complete oh, yeah. manufactured, like, you know, self-perpetuating machine? If she showed up at a club, they would give her like 25 grand. Like, people would want to go see her partying in the balcony. I understand what you're saying. I'm splitting hairs here. What I'm saying is, was there ever a demand for Paris Hilton? Were the people in the club like, sweet, Paris Hilton's coming tonight? Or was it the club perceiving her having a value? Well, in Brian, it? had you watched the documentary, <laughs> you would see her land in like Japan and have like, it was like the Beatles landed Crazy. at the tarmac. I understand. I don't know. Yeah. Well, good news, though, although, uh, speaking of her and her ilk, I think Kim Kardashian failed the baby bar. You're or kidding. The pre- preliminary bar. I had heard how she was so smart and could ace it and no problem. She did okay or something. <laughs> she kind of passed fail test, right? She got, uh, yeah, I was, I was watching TMZ. I don't know. She got like. F- 475 out of 610 or some mm, some some serviceable enough. number but not not good enough but good news for all the lawyer, lawyers out there as right. i've always said <laughs> bad news for djs yeah, yeah. because right. any of these you, klutzes can do whatever the fuck you do yep and don't, don't seem to have a strong musical background um you know what i was thinking about uh, i was thinking about britney spears and paul abdul and uh, dawson will probably want to chime in here but um can you really be into music, creating music, and play zero instruments. Like I know, of course. These, these, I, I, I know Frank, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. You have to be, you have have to be Frank, really, really, really fucking good. Frank Sinatra's detail to other people Frank, exactly what to play. Frank Sinatra's voice was his instrument, sure. but I mean, uh, I don't know. Paul Abdul. Most well, here's a better. Here's a, a better one of, of it. Of course. 
<laughs> how come Paul Abdul doesn't do music in the last 25 years? Is kind of what I'm saying. Sure. Like if you, you're into music, right. you're into I'm like you There's people make- that have no success in music and no success in comedy, no success in sculpting, but they do it. You know right. what I mean? Like if you went and found the guy who had no success in sculpting, right. he might be sculpting right. this weekend. Right. Mark McGrath is kind of the male version of that, where it's like, why has he not had a song in 25 years? Oh, he's, he's a media personality. He's a host. He's right. a whatever. Like he's right. a musician. Yeah. In a lot of cases, it's like McGrath a Johnny and, Bravo thing. Uh, yeah. The suit fit. fit the suit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially with the, the younger pop stars. That's crazy. I mean, that makes sense. But remember these, like when you talk about Britney, she did a residency in Vegas, whether she was singing or not. She's an entertainer. Exactly. Exactly. She's dancing. She's, you know. Let's listen to a little Britney over the weekend. It did not hold up that well. What's up with your musical taste lately? Just spreading it around. And I got the kids now that listen to the young shit. Uh, Kim Kardashian needed a 560. And on the baby bar, she got a four seventy four. Not bad, mm, I guess. I mean, she didn't pass, but mm. you know, made a decent showing. I I, I don't know. I'd have to talk to Garagos. I'd be it. curious what Viragosa got. <laughs> on, his on his best first, one. second, third, or fourth time. On the best failed. one, aggregate score. <laughs> we let a guy who failed the bar four times run Los Angeles for like mm. eight years. Yeah. Wow. We have a bad picker. Wow. That's right. All right, let's do one more, Gina Grant. Okay, well, let's do another hack because they are, they're going around these viral videos. A video showing how to bilk Disney out of an expensive item from a gift shop has gone viral. Fox News reports that it's not uncommon for a dress code violator to be offered a branded clothing item, like from the park, so mm. they can fit the code and not have to leave. That's what happened to Amanda DeMeo when she visited Walt Disney's... Uh, uh, Magic Kingdom. What a life-size stormtrooper outfit. Oh, it's, I mean, this, this is but where we're But you got to walk in with your making bacon t-shirt right. on. The cough shorts. Or the female equivalent. According to a viral TikTok video, this is what she wore and how, how what happened to her. Okay, guys, new Disney hack. Um, if you're wearing a shirt that shows a little underboob, they'll write you a ticket when you first enter Magic Kingdom. I'm not sure about the other parks, but um, they'll write you a ticket so you can get a free shirt at the nearest gift shop. I just got a $75 t-shirt just because I was wearing a shirt that was exposing my underboob a little bit. So, yeah, if you want free Disney shirts, that's the hack. Okay, but it's so cute. And if it's free, underboob. It's thank you, Disney. Underboob at Disney World. Yeah. Wow. We've com- that, that maybe the terrorists make some valid points about Imagine this country. Being, I, I, gotta, I rarely agree with the terrorists. It's not they like do make go, a couple of points. When you talk about Disneyland hacks, it's not like go to the Dole Whip stand at exactly twelve fifteen. It's no, like show your titties and get a free shirt. And also, her thing is like it's a seventy five dollar t shirt that costs Disney a buck forty nine out of China. So yes. I don't know who the joke is really on here. Shit's covered with SARS, <laughs> and she's got a cheap t shirt. And also, she looks like Fran Drescher from nineteen. 19- Oh, Mr. Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. She does. Yeah. Well, a little friend. Thank you. It's a lot like my uh, Lois Griffin, I think. It is. It is Lois Griffin. <laughs> How would. Fran Drescher was hot in the nanny. Very. Oh, yeah. But. Smoking. Trouble getting past the voice. Yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah. So what if she had a, you know, sort of Lauren Bacall type oh, voice? Oh, shit. She'd be unstoppable. <laughs> Right. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Yes. All right, let's bring it home. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Where are my lesbians at? Gina, Gina Grad.
That was the news with Gina Grad. Well, uh, we need ourselves a ball puller in Golden, Colorado. So you can uh, you email us. Yeah, just email questions at adamcarolla.com. Let us uh, know what show you want to pull balls for and uh, tell us a little, about, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, that'll be uh, June 18, 19, Buffalo Rose. All right, let me tell you about LifeLock. Celebrate getting your COVID-19 vaccine, but do not post your vaccine card on social media. Mm. It contains personal info like your name, your birth date. Criminals could uh, use it and steal your identity. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our info at risk on the Internet. In an instant, cybercriminals could harm your finances, credit, and your good reputation. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range. It helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert and you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. It's LifeLock, right, Dawson? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code Adam. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code Adam for 25% off. All right, you can go to adamcrawl.com for the live shows coming up. Anchorage, Raleigh, North Carolina, Minneapolis, Royal Oak, Michigan, Kansas City, Missouri, mm. all over the place. Let's go to adamcrawl.com for that. And uh, John Taffer's going to join us tomorrow. And until nice. next time, it's Adam Kroll for Mayor Mike Kaufman, Gina Grad, and Paul Bryan. Say it. Mahala. I'm a hashtag proud bisexual who is married to a wonderful human who happens to be a man. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. Check out Gina Grab with Teresa Strasser on the podcast Easy Listening, Bald Brian on the Film Vault, and the rest of us at the Water Cooler. Leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. Get tickets to see the Ace Man at adamcarolla.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is geico.com today. That's geico.com. Saving starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.